days. Hi, hi, hi. Wow, I said that really fast. Hi, hi, hi. I meant to say hi, hi, hi. Oh, I, I, I don't know how I'm supposed to say that. But anyway, it's been some time since I've recorded a podcast. Also posted on Instagram properly. I apologise greatly. <laughs> I think it's taking me some time to find my feet at uni and balance everything. So, if you haven't listened before, I'm B and I'm in recovery from chronic and mental health conditions. It's nice to meet you and it's nice to welcome back my familiar listeners. I hope you've all been okay. I mean, yay. A new emotion. That's why I invented that. It's kind of like a meh feeling with some excitement providing this contrary confused feeling. Oh god, I'm so cringe. <laughs> but I'm painting that still as we speak. Maybe it'll feature in the next Collins Dictionary. To the point. Let me give you a little idea of what's been going on for me. So the build-up to uni was like... Was like, let me think of a good simile. Ice skating in heels. Can you even do that? That's like actually impossible. There you go. It was kind of impossible for me, but you can kind of do it if you're very talented. But I wasn't mastering the art of ice skating in heels. Uh, It was bloody hard. It was bloody hard. (laughs) My seizures got dramatically worse. I ended up having some of the longest seizures I've had kept getting anxieties over so many things from packing to education to am I going to be triggered at uni are people going to like me am I going to relapse am I have to going to have to come home but let me tell you how that all worked out my arrival day was scary I remember just it being hotter than anticipated and so I was sweaty which for me means I am faint I was just having increased anxiety sickness. I can't even name the many things that were making me anxious. There were just lots of them. I first thought, wow, everything needs to be unpacked. Let me tell you, everything was absolutely everywhere. I was so scared to turn around and things just fall and crash and ah and oh my days. It was just... There was stuff everywhere. There was so much stuff that needed to be unpacked, which was just stressful. You know, that crashing down, everything just crashing down. That was messful for how I felt on the inside too that day, turning around and going, ooh. So, I really worded that for the many. The drive was so long, and all I really wanted was a nap. Uh, My bed hadn't been sorted, so that was a no-go, and that was a real big problem. So, once I set up, I bought bed sheets because I forgot them. I know they're stable, but do you remember them, really? Like, as bed sheets, something that you just think bed sheets? Mm, Well, it's hard to remember everything and pack it in the car and do all that. So I've been there for over a month 
I thoroughly enjoy my course. Booyah! For someone who was an aspiring medic and now doing psychology, I wasn't sure whether I'd like it. I never studied psychology before, but it's so fascinating. So life does really work in miraculous ways. Okay, I also have met some amazing people and also people who I haven't gone on gotten on as gotten gotten on with. <laughs> Sorry that took me ages to say, but that was inevitable, really. You're not gonna get on with everyone. We can't be liked by everyone. I mean we're not really pizza here. Uh, but I'm going to have to be honest. It is in no way easy. I've had to come home a few times to take care of my mental health. I'm currently at home now. Um, let me give you a little mental health at uni story. So when I first got there, eating was really difficult because I was eating in front of loads of new people and I didn't really know... I think I wasn't prepared enough for how to make my own meals. I found lunch a difficult one because I didn't know what to make for lunch, even though I have had lunch for my life. I just didn't know what to make for it. I, it was it was it was pretty difficult, deciding how to throw together something when you are on a student budget and don't have everything in your fridge, but. That kind of got better actually. Like that got a lot better. I learned how to ma- I like I learned how to manage eating and food at uni. How to prepare things. How to live a healthy, balanced diet. Although it was very frustrating shopping for one and not being able to buy all these things and then just have bits of them. So if you buy a cereal box, you're gonna have to eat that whole cereal box, and that's the cereal you're gonna have to eat. But anyway, uh, other than that. My psychosis returned, unfortunately. I thought I was fully over that. I thought I was never going to have another psychotic episode. But I did. And I think it's just stress triggered it. And my trauma response also got quite heightened. And as I got over that, my depression came out like a pack of wolves. And my paranoia kept continuing. But that doesn't mean I've given in to the thoughts. That doesn't mean I have given up on uni. I love uni. It's just hard to know where to go for help. There isn't my family and home friends there. I mean, they are on FaceTime. But it's hard to fully trust people you've only known for a month. And then also relay information to the people at home when it's just over FaceTime. Uh. (coughs) Fortunately, I've got over fresh flu. I had a chest infection there too, but that's a real big, like, really non-interesting story. Um, But anyway, yeah. I I didn't want to be the girl who's problematic, constantly talking about herself, be seen as someone who's just as their problems. I wanted to have an identity outside of that at uni. And I know at home I'm seen as much more. Now I know that I'm seen that way at home that was really bad English but I know I I know now that I'm seen uh, as more as just my as more than just my illnesses but am I seen as more at uni what have they really seen of me to judge you know I already have everyone caring for me constantly with my seizures my faints my panics I don't want to be a nuisance 
a bother, annoying. Even though having your needs met is none of those things. I was too much for one person and that augmented the thoughts I was already having. But now I have found where to access support at uni and that I am grateful for. They gave me a lovely one hour phone call this week uh, and have planned to meet me next week. This is well being at uni. And um, with regards to like the mental health transfer of teams, oh, it's been rocky. Like, it's been such a mess. I'm not gonna lie, Norwich team is not vibing with me currently. They have not been out giving support yet. They're supposed they've cancelled my appointment because they haven't spoken to my team. My team of Nottingham rang up and said that they cancelled speaking to them. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? I mean, we must be living one great life. But you know, to to have to cancel continuously. Or either that or it's a not great life. I mean, I don't know, but you're cancelling continuously on me. And um, I've got, I'm going to see them next week, but their crisis team is not good. They're, they're quite a small team. I can't blame them. They don't have the access, of, like, they don't have that much support available. But... <sighs> Also, can I just say uni is draining and exhausting too? My chronic the chronic fatigue syndrome. It's hard to say these names <laughs> of like illnesses and disorders and whatnot. Has been madly bad at times. I've had lots of crashes. And so my GP is referring me to a service here, which should be really helpful and useful, I'm thoroughly grateful for. I don't know exactly how to get the balance and manage the art of pacing at uni. It's something I'm figuring out on the job. It's something though that's really important and I should probably figure out soon enough. Because it is hard to hard to balance everything balance your mental health as well that takes a lot of toll on you your chronic health takes a lot out of you your work takes a lot out socializing takes a lot out meeting new people and then you've got cooking for myself cleaning washing doing this everything and it is just a lot it is a lot and that can easily cause a major crash for anyone with chronic fatigue syndrome. I had my cardiology tests done. I only have the 3D, 3D? 3D ECG. No, 3J ECG. I was going to say 3D one. But you know, I don't think that's invented. 3D ECG. I'm supposed to have that and I haven't had that yet, but so my echo, I don't really know how that went, but I assume it was it fine because nobody was panicking whilst doing it, running around, you know, calling people left, right, and centre. My tilt test, <laughs> the roller coaster for the chronically ill. It was a positive result, meaning I fainted. It was such a joke, though, because I wanted to do better, as if there was just a better. I wanted to last longer on a tilt, basically. I was disappointed in my body. 
But this just goes to show my current state of health and I thoroughly believe my eating disorders contributed to this. Eating disorders have long-lasting effects and it's frustrating when you're doing better to see your body still defying you. When I first got to uni, they didn't know how to manage my seizures and my other FND symptoms. But after some practice of what not to do, uh, they and my friends figured out what to do. And now everyone is really good at managing it, which makes me happy and makes me feel a little bit safer. And I feel safe walking around campus with my friends. Everyone also manages the millions of FND symptoms you can have, including paralysis, dystonia, dissociation, tremors, and even the amnesia. Oh, the amnesia, that one is hard to manage, and I think it's hard for people around me, is what I can imagine. And I don't know how to manage the amnesia. I really, really don't. And if anyone has any tips, please let me know. People usually get me to look at photos. But for me, sometimes I feel like the memories are there. I just don't know how to force them together. It's like my brain connections are sporadic. So, for example, I all know my grandma lives here. I live in uni. My house is here. And then my brain jumps to, no, my house is where my grandma's house is. It's like, it's a bit like that. And so people are there putting up with me, not remembering them. But can you see why I wouldn't want to tell people I'm struggling? They have done and have to put up with so much for me. But I need to get better at that. I need to, I need to tell myself, no, be you deserve this. You deserve that. You know, I, I, I deserve help. You know, I, 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 I don't. It's not something I have to earn. I don't have to cash in my help that that I've given them over their help they've given me. It's not some kind of reward system. It's something I just have to accept. You know, sometimes some people need a little bit more help at times, and maybe this time it is for me. You never know what someone else wants would want help from you later. Anywho, this isn't going to be a schedule, unfortunately. I'm going to be more of a when I'm free sort of thing. And I love doing this. And I'm going to make it a priority. Make you guys a priority. Make it a priority. Because it is a priority for me. Because I love doing this. I love your responses. I love helping you. I love all of that. Let me know how you find this one. And what ideas you have. Love you lots, good morning, afternoon, evening and night.